Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still the only legal podcast. Uh, my name is Tim Elliott. Logical is brought to you by the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalab and Plethka. And as always, here's the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalab. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Tim, as always. Ludmilla, our last two podcasts have both covered uh, how to get a birth certificate for a child despite being unmarried. Uh, and this time, let's put together a roadmap. Uh, breaking down the steps required to work through the process. There's been lots of changes, obviously, to Article 356 of the Penal Code. That's where this stems uh, from. But my first question has to be, where do we start? Well, what's the, the, the beginning of the procedure? So the beginning of the procedure is um, the regulations, perhaps the federal regulations, which set out the requirements to and the, and the roadmap to follow if um, you find yourself in a situation uh, either giving birth without a marriage certificate or with a marriage certificate which is less than six months from the time uh, the marriage is uh, registered and the baby is um, born or if marriage certificate for example is invalid uh, or any other circumstances um, so um, there is that's the regulation is the starting point and as for the regulation in short a, a formal court process is required to uh, be filed in order to request for the birth certificate to be issued. Now, and it is the ministry, the UAE Ministry of Health, that is ultimately the issuing authority for all uh, birth certificates. Uh, previously, uh, uh, in fact, until not long ago, uh, depending on the emirate, in some of the emirates, there is also their own health authority. For example, in Dubai, there's Dubai Health Authority, DHA. Previously, those authorities also issued um, birth certificates. As of, of just a few months ago, there's been a change or circular that now um, has given the authority to issue birth certificates across the country, across the UAE, uh, exclusively to the Ministry of Health. So it is, um, so the court case has to be filed or addressed at least in one way or another, either directly or indirectly, to the UE Ministry of Health, and it because it is the UE Ministry of Health that will ultimately be issuing the uh, birth certificate. Now, the type of case that it is, uh, it is not your typical full-fledged court case. It's an expedited judicial tool, which is called order on petition. And order on petition in legal terms, and not only is it expedited, but it's also called ex parte proceedings, which means that when we file a case, uh, the party against whom you file does not get served until the decision is issued. And this is important because often a lot of time is spent and quite a bit of resources in trying to serve the other side. And here, that's not the required step. So once the court reviews the, the documents and decides that this is within their jurisdiction to respond, they issue an order, and then you have to serve the order on the other side. So that's order on petition, uh, a judicial tool that is uh, filed ex parte. Now, not all cases can be filed uh, under this uh, legal uh, umbrella, uh, and it's usually cases that are more clear-cut, uh, that are more definitive and perhaps even more administrative and are not so much substantive in their nature in terms of the uh, the merits of the case. So it's not for all cases. Now, for order and petition, there are different, under that one general umbrella of order and petition, there are different categories or subcategories of which you file. So 
the tool you're using is order and petition, but it's order and petition for what? So one option for purposes of the birth certificates is what's called proving of lineage. Uh, the other one is proving of marriage. So it's order and petition for proving of lineage or order and petition of proving marriage or order and petition, for example, to issue birth certificate, which is what we did in one of our cases. So that's called an order on petition for ultimately uh, proving of lineage, in particular, where you have um, perhaps a dispute with uh, the father of the child. Uh, so, and it's through this process uh, that ultimately you initiate the application for the issuance of the birth certificate. Now, as part of it, what's important to highlight is that any kind of, because it is an official and formal court process that involves the UAE courts, anything that uh, is done through the courts has to be in Arabic. Uh, so all the documents that are submitted and the requests themselves have to be uh, done in Arabic and uh, including the request and the submissions and the, whatever the statement you may want to put forward. Uh, that's, that's one, but importantly is that everything these days for the most part is done online. So it's once you, you need to set up your own court access. And if you are a resident in the UAE, the way to set up court access is that first activate your UAE pass and to activate your e-pass, it's uh, you need to have an Emirates ID and um, a phone <laughs> and uh, a smartphone. And uh, if in the past you had to go to different physical kiosks to register yourself, you don't, you no longer need to do this. You can do it all through the phone. Uh, so you need to activate your e-pass, and it has to be verified and uh, confirmed. Uh, so once you've done that, then with this e-pass, you can set up your own court access. And uh, once you set up your own court access, then it's through that court access. There are different services on uh, the, the various court websites. And you look for the order on petition request. And under that order and petition, there is different subcategories, such as proving of lineage, proving of marriage, or requesting a birth certificate, or just a general one um, if it, you cannot identify a specific category. And uh, one more thing is whenever you apply for this order and petition, it is uh, the fees to the court are fairly, fairly minimal, which is very important because many people who find themselves in the situation of not being able to get a, a, marriage certif a birth certificate because they don't have a marriage certificate, they often don't have the funds to initiate pro protracted and expensive legal proceedings. When you say fairly minimal, what, what do you mean? We're talking about 50 dirhams, 100 dirhams. So really? okay. yes, so they're really inexpensive. Uh, the, um, the it depends, and there are a few nuances. And sometimes, if you kind of look at the court system first, there could be, for example, a charge is a thousand dirhams, and that's what we expected for it to be a thousand dirhams, which is about three hundred dollars. But in fact, when we filed a few of these requests online, it ultimately ended up being about a hundred dirham fee. So it's $30. So it's, it's really quite accessible. Uh, so up until this point, remember, really, you do not need lawyers involved. And this is the, the point of this particular discussion is that right. all of this, and this is the reason why we're doing this is to, as you eloquently said, to put out a, a roadmap for people to be able to follow without having to come and seek personalized assistance of, of a lawyer. So once you have a UAE pass, you have your, you can set up your own court access, and then you can make all the submissions and um, and there are a number of translators around town that can translate your submissions. 
and uh, and then submit documents along with a statement and online you can do it all from your own phone or from your home and uh, you don't need to pay very much money it's about 100 dirhams uh, so um, ultimately that's and then the, the documents you need to submit are birth notification and a copy of your uh, your passport your the father's passport and emirates id and um, and then you, if you have a marriage certificate that you want, for example, validate you submit a marriage certificate and a statement about what it is that you're looking for. So that's in terms of the actual submission from A to Z. What happens next? So then you need to identify which court access you need to <laughs> activate. Because this is Dubai courts, but there are a number of different courts here in the Emirates. Yes, so the UAE has this uh, multi-tiered kind of legal uh, framework, if you will, in terms of courts. Uh, so although it's a geographically a fairly small country, uh, we don't have one Supreme Court, for example, to rule us all or to govern us all. Uh, there is a, a state security court, the federal state security court, that obviously is for kind of national security uh, matters. But otherwise, for com commercial and civil uh, matters, we don't have one Supreme Court, if you will. So, But depending on the emirate, uh, different they are... Uh, subject to their uh, specific laws that set out their own kind of judicial system. So, for example, Dubai has its own judicial system. So it has its own courts. It has its own court of first instance, court of appeals, and court of cassation. The court of cassation being our highest Supreme Court. So that decision from the Supreme Court cannot be, um, from the Dubai Supreme Court, cannot be uh, appealed anywhere else, or Dubai Court of Cassation or Supreme Court. Uh, then similarly, when the UAE was formed, Ras uh, al uh, also opted to have its own judicial uh, system. Uh, so it also has its own courts the same way, Court of First Instance, Court of Appeal, and Court of Cassation. And then, so if you are, for example, based in Ras al then you would be filing at the Ras al court website. So you need to find the Ras al court uh, website, and they do have all the Emirates now have embraced the, the digital domain. And the digital world and so all the court services are available online so rasa has its own uh, court um, system dubai has its own now a few years back abu dhabi has also opted to have its own court system so now if you're in abu dhabi and you plan uh, if you're a resident in abu dhabi you'd also be filing through the abu dhabi court system and if you're in the remaining four emirates like ajman sharjah amal kuwain uh, and fujairah then you would be subject to the federal court. And that federal court it actually sits, um, the ultimate, the court of cassation sits in Abu Dhabi, but then the lower courts are sit in their own respective emirates. And so that particular court is, it's administrates the Federal Ministry of Justice website. So if you are, which court system you activate your access to does depend on where you're resident or where you want to file a case. So once again, to recap, Dubai has its own, Iraq has its own, Abu Dhabi court has its own, and then you have the federal court for all the other Emirates. So that's where you file uh, your initial case. One tip, Ludbella, and you mentioned this before we started recording, is that when it comes to the birth notification, it can't be handwritten. It must be typed. Yes. Um, so one of the required documents that you need to submit to uh, the court uh, as part of your order and petition request is a birth notification. So a birth notification is a document that comes before the birth certificate. It's a document that is issued by the hospital 
and ultimately yeah. it documents the birth it do- documents uh, the date the, the date and the time of the birth who was at the at birth uh, and the mother's name the father's name and the doctor's name the nurse's name and whatever whoever else was assisting so that's what that birth notification is it's a one pager document and when it's done because by virtue of what it's doing it is handwritten and so uh, because it's obviously happening on the spot and in the many in some of our clients cases we have seen all they have is this handwritten birth notification so but this hand, handwritten birth notification is not the actual the official birth notification so in all cases that handwritten birth notification has to be ultimately converted into a typed one now the typed one it's not just it's not a matter of just typing it out it's just that uh Ultimately, birth notifications, this is different from birth certificate, birth notification has also to be be stamped by the UAE Ministry of Health, the authority that issues birth certificates as well. So, and to do that for the hospital has to type it out in its system that is linked to the Ministry of Health. So when the hospital inputs information from a handwritten birth notification onto the system, the birth notification system, then it's already linked with the Ministry of Health. And so whatever data that the hospital would put in in their system gets basically transferred and linked up with the UE Ministry of Health. And then the typed out ministry, uh, the typed out birth certificate is now ultimately issued, even though it's kind of administered through the hospital, but it would be issued by the Ministry of Health and it would have the relevant logos and even the stamps of the Ministry of Health as a result. And so it may sound a little procedural, but it is actually important to highlight because a lot of the times we have seen uh, people that are being checked out of the hospital with either no birth notification whatsoever uh, or with just a typed out birth notification. I mean, everybody likes bureaucracy to be easy, don't they? Uh, Indeed, or maybe some do it for a reason because they don't want, some of the hospitals may not want uh, to type out uh, the uh, the actual information from the birth certificate uh, for the from the they don't want to type out the information into the birth notification because they believe that some data is either missing or wrong. Uh, so sometimes we have seen this um, uh, this be the reason, and um, some hospitals don't give you the birth notification at all. And uh, so on that point, by the way. There are regulations and uh, certain Emirates, like Abu Dhabi, for example, and I saw also I think in the federal uh, court system, they have specific regulations that clearly and expressly state that uh, it is it is unlawful to refuse to issue a birth notification. So the regulation, the legal source for that information is there, but it seems that in practice, not all hospitals are either aware of it or follow it. So to that end, there is actually another avenue for uh, the purpose of at least uh, getting a copy of the birth notification in your hands is that it's possible to file a complaint against the hospital through the Ministry of Health. And if you go on the UAE Ministry of Health website, there is a service there to file a complaint against the hospital. And as part of the complaint, it is possible to then file a complaint against the hospital requesting the issuance of the birth notification and the issuance and also obviously the, the, the copy of the birth notification uh, and rely and you can rely in your submission, rely on the regulation that makes it expressly unlawful for the hospitals to refuse to give it to you. So, Ludmilla, whether you have your type notification or not, uh, and there are ways of getting the type notification, of course, we've learned, uh, what happens next? 
Right. So then once you have a birth notification uh, or not, as you said, then you're, we're still in the process of we file the request, uh, order and petition, the request for the proving of lineage, lineage proving of marriage or uh, for issuance of the birth certificate. Uh, then you submit all these documents to the court. And let's, for example, if somehow you still do not have a birth notification, you can also include as part of your request on this order and petition for the hospital to issue a birth notification or for the hospital to amend the birth notification. So as part of this order and petition, you can also lump into these requests as well, either amendment of the birth notification or actual issuance of the birth notification. Then you submit these documents to the court. Again, remember it's all online, but it is in Arabic and you will be able to trace all the progress that's happening in the case because you have your own court access. And then by law, once the case is registered, the judge is supposed to respond within a day or two. And that's the whole nature and the whole objective of the order and petition. And uh, sometimes it takes a while for the case to be registered, even though you've submitted the documents, you can see them online that the case has been submitted, but it hasn't been so-called registered with the courts. So sometimes you need to nudge the court sometimes and either resubmit or even uh, request a meeting with the court if uh, the case is not registered. Now, once the case is registered, then the judge has to decide it fairly quickly and then as part of that uh, the uh, so the progress is is uh, i guess the, the natural evolution once the case once the case gets registered the judge reviews it and, and identifies whether there are any additional documents that they may need so in some cases they may request additional document or even meeting with the parties uh, uh, or they can just issue a decision right away. But one way or the other, in our practice and our experience, is from the time the case is registered to the time that the decision is issued, we've seen this be done within three days. And so once the decision is, is issued, it's the decision of the court, for example, that will uh, hold in this, uh, some examples that, let's say, uh, Ministry of Health, please issue birth certificate with this information or hospital, please issue a birth notification or hospital, please amend the birth notification and give it to the parties. And also with that birth notification, please, dear Ministry of Health, uh, issue a birth certificate with this information. So that's sort of what the decision of the court usually contains. And that's what we have seen from our own uh, practical experience. And then once you have this decision, so then now it's the court's decision that's issued. Then on the back of the decision, again, through the court's website, you ask for the court to issue a letter that is addressed to the Ministry of Health because a decision is just a court decision, right? It's not really, it's just, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's part of the court case. But now on the back of the decision, you request for the court to issue a decision addressed specifically to the Ministry of Health to issue a birth certificate or, for example, a letter to the, um, uh, to the hospital to issue or amend a birth notification. And then with that letter, you go to one of the other party or authority. And then as far as Ministry of Health is concerned, it, it's once you give them this letter, then they have to have, the committee has to review it and decide. But that seems to be more of a bureaucratic or an administrative step and not really substantive. So all the cases we have seen so far with the court order, the committee just issues a birth certificate. It's just a matter of convening and the timing of when they convene. And uh, the committee meets either once a month or twice a month. And so once they meet, we have seen the practical terms that from the time they meet and the time the birth certificate is issued is a day. So usually it's issued the next day after the meeting. 
Now, once you, um, uh, once you have your birth certificate, voila, then you are ready. You can go to your various respective embassies and consulates and apply for passport for your baby uh, or for exit documents. Because in some cases, uh, some parents and some mothers in particular may not want to stay in the country with their babies, so they don't necessarily want to go through the process of applying for a passport and waiting for the passport from their home country. It is possible, and a lot of um, governments do offer this as an option. Instead of actually, actually issuing a passport, they'll issue exit documents. Uh, so, but, but either for the passport or for the exit documents, uh, a birth certificate is required. A birth certificate is issued here in the UAE. One more thing, the birth certificate will be issued in Arabic, and you do need to have it legally translated because let's face it, not every country can read Arabic. So before you uh, take it even to your own uh, embassy or consulate, you need to have it legally translated and you need to have the document also ultimately wherever you travel uh, because it needs to be readable. And then at some point, depending on the country, you can also then convert that certificate or have another certificate issued by your home country. For example, in the US, the US government issues a birth certificate. It's, it's, it's a confirmation of an American citizen, be, citizen being born abroad. So it's an equivalent to a birth certificate, uh, but it just uh, states, but it's again, it's based on the UAE birth certificate, which needs to be translated into English. So, and then you have your birth certificate and then you have your eyes, either exit papers or your passport. And then you can uh, you have, your baby has uh, legal identity and then you can either stay in the country and sponsor a child or um, leave and, um, and travel. Like we said, the Arabic birth certificate is a, a great looking document as well. That's another episode of Logical. This time, a roadmap. We were trying to break down the steps required to work through the process of receiving a birth certificate for a child born out of wedlock here in the UAE. As always, our legal expert here on Logical, Ludmilla Malava. She's the managing partner here in Dubai at Yamalava and Pletka. Thanks, Ludmilla, as always. Tim, thank you very much. Always engaging to be chatting with you. You can find us at LY Law on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can find us chatting on Reddit. And we've also now got an easy to search library of hundreds of podcasts, all manner of legal issues covered uh, here in the UAE, and they're all free to listen to. To have your legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or for a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, go to lylawyers.com and click contact.